we're rolling again, back to back. I think it's the first back-to-back -back episode in a long time. Anyway, welcome on in. Yeah, I think last time we did was during the off-season, actually. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't think we talked about it last episode, but we broke our streak because last year we went all year and we didn't miss one episode on the, during the season. Yeah, we did break our streak. Um, we're hoping to go for two. But. Yeah, that's my fault, but I will say this, though. Um, last year we did record all of the weeks, uh, but the year prior to that, like the last the last year, the beginning of the year, uh, the beginning of the podcast, sorry, I can't speak all of a sudden again. Remember we would miss like four weeks and then like, like a whole month. Yeah, and then just like <laughs> come back and not even say anything and just keep talking. Like, like we hey, wouldn't like we wouldn't do what we're doing now. We wouldn't do an, a makeup episode. Mm -hmm. We would just do one done. That's it. Yeah. Leave. See you guys next week. Hopefully See you next month. Maybe. You know what <laughs> I mean? So like it's different now. Now we're responsible. We're just like, okay, since we missed last week, we'll give you two episodes this week. Yeah. That's we, exactly we what we're doing. Make it up. Yeah, we tried to make it up. I'm like, <laughs> if you talk to us from when we first started this podcast, you're gonna be like, nah, we'll just do it next week, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, welcome on into the FS podcast, also known as Fantasy Sports Podcast. If you guys are new to the show, um, as you can tell from the intro, me and Jagger are not professionals at this at all. We're here to yeah, have if you fun. Go off of our uh, our past. Yeah, <laughs> talking about our past. <laughs> We're here to have fun, talk about fantasy football, give you guys fantasy advice going into the season, so you guys can win your leagues. I will say this: there is physical evidence that someone listened to our podcast and won the league. So. Wow, there you go. Yeah, his name is Uncle Fox. He said that he listened to our podcast, and that's why he was able to win back-to-back. -back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, we're here to give we you fancy advice. listening to ourselves. We should. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. I will say this, though. I do listen to our podcast. Like, uh, every time we upload a new one each week, I listen to it at least three times a week. Mm -hmm. um, it's always fun just hearing ourselves talk. It's so funny. True. Yeah. Sometimes I have we'll have like those boring episodes where we're just like super tired. It's the other ones were just so dramatic. Like last last yesterday actually, it was just so, so emotional after the the three injuries you had in your team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still recovering from that one. Yeah. So, anyways, so on today's show we got a couple of things about news. Not too much to talk about because obviously we recorded yesterday. Uh, so there isn't too much news that came out. Also, we're going to talk about Thursday night's game, which will be tomorrow. It's going to be the Chiefs versus the Broncos. That's going to be a really, really close game. I'm like, it's going to be really, well, really that the Chiefs have actually beaten the Broncos, uh, the last 16 times. Yeah. But the Broncos have Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. It's different this year, my guy. Well, they did beat the Bears. <laughs> they did drop 40 on the Commanders. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Thursday night. And then we also got our starts of the week today so we will be talking about that too uh starts the week is always a fun segment to do each each week actually uh, yep. so but yeah that's for today's show um i was gonna ask you how you've been doing but you know i just saw you yesterday and we <laughs> yeah. talked about what we went through in week five so like i'm i'm still adjusting because like when we record each week we just like how's your week yeah, yeah no. but we we, performance we talked about an hour about that yesterday so we really yeah. don't need to do that now but it just it throws me off a little bit so so going into the little bit of news if you want to call it news so it seems like anthony richardson uh devon and uh justin jefferson all finally got placed on ir <sighs> Finally, uh, so if you are managers or owners of those players, you can finally put them on your IR spot. So I believe the uh, formats finally changed yeah. their uh, – their, uh, what is it called? Is it – it's not healthy or – status. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I don't yeah, know why – yep. Yeah, I don't know why I said thank <laughs> you to you, and I thought about it myself. But, yeah, their status. So. Yeah, that's true. So you can finally put them in their IR spots. If you play with IR, if not, it's don't. Nothing. Do you remember the first year we played? We didn't play with IR. Well, that was rough. Yeah, that's when Christian McCaffrey was out like the whole season. So yeah. like I just held on to to my bench the whole year. Yep. So. Yeah, playing with no IR is uh is rough. Yeah. Um. Too bad you don't have three IR spots. Yeah, you know I tried, but uh, <laughs> I decided to be a good sport. You know, for context, guys, as you guys, if you listen to our last episode, Jagger has Devon Achen and uh, Juju. I almost said Juju, JJ, Justin Jefferson, and Anthony Richardson, and obviously all three of them got placed on IR. And in our league of record, we only have two IR spots, so he was only able to put two of those guys on his IR spots. So that means he had to leave one on his bench, yep. and. Today and in the chat, the league chat, we we're just joking around like, 
do you want a third spot? I'll give you one. You're like, no. I was like, great, because I wasn't going to give you one anyways, man. That was a good sport. I said no, because if I end up winning the whole thing, I'll never hear the end. (laughs) So, can I please have a third one? No. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it at two. No, that's fine. Yeah, so. So, like I said, that's pretty much all the news I can think of. Or, no, there was uh, one that was kind of actually big and it could impact starts of the week it could impact who you start this week and that's mainly has to do with the cardinals way i don't know if you saw it um so a lot of people with james connor being out right yeah they went and picked up uh amari demercado right demercado yeah huge waiver pickup uh lo and behold this morning rolls around and he's not even the next running back up Instead, it's uh, Keontae Ingram. Oh. So a lot of people probably spent a whole lot on Amari. Yeah. And uh, he probably ain't even going to touch the ball. (laughs) Yeah. So that's rough. Extremely rough. Well, that that does fantasy football. I hate to say it, man. You just you don't expect a certain things. Like I, I'm pretty sure you didn't expect seeing those three guys out when you woke up the de- the next morning. You know what I mean? Um, but honestly, man, like it, it's kind of hard to start any of these running backs because they are going against the Forty ers bro. And the Forty ers are the yeah, number one only team. Scored, like. Yeah, four. and and it, the Cardinals, I get it. They beat the Cowboys, so that means they could beat the 49ers. Who cares? You would but think. You would think. But the 49ers, it's just an elite defense, bro, and it's just hard to, like, run, have a run game against them. Um, So, obviously, you are going to start one of these two running backs, whichever one is healthy, because, like I said, the running back landscape right now is very, very, like, there's not a lot, so everyone's scratching for running backs. So I totally get why you are forced to play one of these two running backs because James Conner's out. You know, mm-hmm. you probably lost Khalil Herbert. I you know what I mean. The, yeah. There's a lot of running backs that are injured at the moment, so I get why it's you're forced to play these guys. Yep. Uh, but I do feel bad for the people that did spend a lot of their fab money on the first running back of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, meaning, um, I can say his name right, Democrato. Demi Cardo, Demi Cardo. Every every time I try to say it, it reminds me like I feel like I'm saying like Demi Lovato. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, um, but yeah, I mean, I think he's gonna play. If you spent your fat money on him, I think you're fine. I mean, he even played when uh, James Conner was out. He was the bulk of the carries, but he even played when James Conner was in. But so did Ingram. Yeah, so Ingram, did Ingram. also played when Conner was in. But, look, I know the Cincinnati uh, Bengals are different. Uh, but, like, even – so when James Conner went down, Der Mercado went in and had 10 rushing attempts, you know, for 45 yards. And he also had one touchdown. Yeah. But get this, though, with Joshua Dobbs, because Joshua Dobbs will be the quarterback for the Cardinals. He, he had three receptions – and I mean, three targets in the game before that, four targets. So mm-hmm. I could see him gaining, like, four to five targets, you know, this yeah, week. I just don't think he's going to live up to what everyone expected by spending however much you did on him. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I, I get it. Um, I It's just it's just a, it's a bad matchup. It is. It, if it, it was, is. If they were going against Seattle or even Baltimore, it probably would have been different. Mm-hmm. Seattle is ranked number, like, nine, though, in defense. Yeah. Um, but like just because it's the Rams and it's a uh it's a it's a it's a division game that's the word I was looking for, um and it's always a good battle between those two. But yeah. honestly, the the 49ers, man, like yeah, good luck, man. Just I, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know, man. It's just hard to start these two running backs going into uh not the 49ers, my bad. The Rams. I keep saying 49ers. Um, the Rams. Matthew Stafford is amazing, and I don't think the offense is going to be on on the field as much, unfortunately, for the Cardinals. I have no, they're not. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, Puka and Cooper Cup are going to do what they've been doing, and uh, it's going to be very hard for the Cardinals to catch up. That, in turn, probably won't lead to uh, Demarcado playing a whole lot. Yeah. Demarcado. Say it again. Uh, Demarcado. Demarcado. Okay, my speech department's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> just, just a little bit, a little bit more practice. I'll get there. You know. Say it again. One more. Democrato. You Demo- like that one video? Have you seen that? Uh, or, uh, Democrats. Uh, I mean, 
Where it's the guy and this random girl, and she's all like, I love you. And he's all like, say it again. And he starts crying. (laughs) Like a whole bunch of times. (laughs) Mm. But yeah, he is listed as RB2. Um, So, like I said, I would definitely start him uh, going into week six against the Rams. If you need a running back. If you are in desperate need. If you're in desperate need. Definitely. You had, you know, Devon Achain, and you don't got nobody else. Yeah, if we if we lost Devon Achain, if we lost J.K. Dobbins, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, sorry. Yeah, it, it's just a lot of running backs are, are are injured at the moment, so completely, and it sucks. Yeah, a lot of players are just injured as a whole. It's not just running backs. But do you think he's gonna get like he's projected in full PPR to get nine point twenty three points? Do you think he can get I that at least? Don't think so. You don't no. think so? I'm gonna take the under on that one. I'm taking. I'm gonna take. I don't even know if I want to say over. You know what I mean? It's just like cause I'll take nine. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take the flat line. You know what I mean? It, uh, I think he can reach double digits. Be tough. It's gonna be tough. But like I said, he was able to get four to five targets the last two weeks. Yeah. And if you just get those receptions in full PPR, I think you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not feeling happy going into the week. No, you're not. But still, you know what I mean? There's a reason you picked him up. There's a reason why. So, And it's not just, oh, James Conner's out. Yeah. Let's get the next running back because James Conner was you know, top-tier running back. No, that wasn't, that wasn't the reason. So I think that's pretty much it for the major news that I can think of. Yeah. Um, do we want to do starts of the week now or? Um... Wow, we really didn't plan this out, huh? No, we really didn't. We just uh, and we've said already we don't. We really don't, but it's so much fun like that. <laughs> I, I I hate to admit it, but like we have like a general baseline, and then it's just like, like yeah, oh, we have, we're gonna talk about this. now. We have an outline, but it's there's no script. You know what I mean? It's just so then Waya says, "Hey Jagger, your team is injured," and then Jagger cries. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, like we have an outline of like just make sure you say these. In the span of this episode, that's yeah. all it is. Doesn't know. It doesn't matter when or how long it takes. Just as long as you get those segments in, we're done. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we fully didn't plan it out. Um. But I will. I will. I will say this. Do you want to talk about Thursday night game before we go into starts of the week, or do you just want to go and start the week and then end it off with Thursday night? I game? would think let's end it off with Thursday night. You want to end it off with Thursday night? Yeah. Alrighty. So I, then I I definitely don't mind going into such a week because I'm eager to get into it because we did miss last week. Yep. Um. So it's been a while, and obviously you know such a week is one of my favorite segments to do the, the during the season. So I don't mind getting Probably into the it. Only segment we do during the season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best though. It's the best. The best there is. So, I, I think I don't remember who had the better week. Uh, I don't really count week five because um, week four. I don't remember. Uh, we could just – you could just start it off. If okay. I don't mind you starting it off. All right. So, quarterback. I'm going to go with quarterback, obviously, first. Uh, I don't know. This one's a bit tough. And I'm really banking on the team he's playing against to just do bad again. I'm going with Desmond Ritter. Oh, the Falcons, who ju- who's bad. coming off of a nearly 27-point game against Houston. But, yeah. again, it's Houston. Yeah. Uh, he plays Washington this week, and as we saw last week, uh, Washington was not very good in the defense category against the Bears yeah. of all teams. All teams. Uh, now, does this mean that Kyle Pitts and Johnny Smith are going to do great? That's hard to say. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. My I t- just figured since we're on the Falcons. I want to hit those anyway. Is it weird to say, like, if you want to choose, like, if you had to choose between Johnu and Kyle Pitts? I'd take Johnu. I'll take Pitts. Isn't take that Johnu. weird to say? Like, it's just, I don't know. I'd take Johnu. Johnu's been outperforming Pitts. Just so because he's, more, he's been more consistent, right, than Kyle Pitts. But Kyle Pitts finally had a good game last week. Finally. It only took two years. It only took three years, I felt like. <laughs> and, um... He's just the only reason why I'm leaning. I don't like it. I, I threw up a little bit in my mouth when I said it. There it is. You know what I mean. It, it, but like the reason why I lean a little bit more towards Kyle Pitts is because he just has a a little bit of a high higher ceiling. He did outperform than John Smith last week. just a little bit. That's why I lean towards him. But I'm not comfortable and I'm not happy starting him. No, I would much rather start 
a lot of different tight ends. Yeah, like if you want to be safe, then Jonu Smith is your guy because yeah. he's been consistent with his points. But if you want a higher ceiling, higher risk, high reward, Kyle Pitts is your guy. Or he just give you three points. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. Nine, baby. I, I'm taking the gamble on this one. I'm leaning towards Pitts. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, back to your quarterback. Uh, I guess still staying on the Falcons. You got Drake London, who's been I. He's not Drake London in last year. Oh, you year. said I. I. Oh, you said I. I was I. like, what did he? I G H T got it. Uh, like I said, he's not the Drake London from last year, where he was dropping. You know, here's a twenty point game. Here's a twenty point game. Here's a thirty point game. Here's a twenty point game. Right. Uh, like last week he got fifteen. Week before that, eleven, five, and nineteen. Fifteen. Uh, it's tough out here for the Falcons as a whole. I think, though, they are playing against Washington, and look what, of all teams, the Bears were able to do, who at that moment in time were the worst team in the league. Surprisingly, the Bears were able to destroy the Commanders when the Cardinals couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting, hmm? Isn't that very interesting? So that proves that the but yet- uh, the Bears are the best team in the league. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'll never be able to say that. Ever. Uh, in your lifetime? Probably not. Probably like on my deathbed. It might find Bro, out. I, like, I want to see the Raiders make a good playoff run. Yeah, I, probably, I had that. Then I've, we had a, a double doink, and that's the last time. I, I probably won't see that till like my 40s. I see? have a feeling. Exactly. Yeah. Then again, uh, looking at how the Bears' front office is, I'll probably never see it. <laughs> it's always historically terrible. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I'm going with Desmond Ritter. You can probably pick him up in every league you're in because he is hardly rostered at all. Was he 15? Yeah. Oh, I got it on the spot. Let's he's go. Like, uh, he's around 15. He's at like 13. Oh, and I just want to do that. Okay, I see how it is. I was trying to, you know. Oh, he's rostered more. I better go pick him up, guys. Trying to make me feel better over here. So, and surprisingly, Desmond Ritter is the quarterback 19. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> then again, I just feel like Desmond Ritter could do it. He dropped 22 points nearly against Green Bay of all teams. Yeah, I mean, that's the Green Bay Packers, the ones that lost to the Raiders on Monday night. Jimmy G wasn't even going to have a great game like Riddler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you could pick up Ritter. If you're in a bind, if your quarterback's out, if you had Anthony Richardson, you're looking for a streamer. Yeah. You might be able to ride him this week. Are there any bye weeks this week? Uh, Yeah, there is. I think. I thought there was. Just just a heads up. See, welcome to the show, guys. Um, Bye weeks for week six. Uh, I think there's like maybe there's five teams out. I don't remember. Uh, only two. Okay. You have the Steelers and Green Bay. Yeah, Steelers and Green Bay. So if you lost Jordan Love, I don't know why you would have Kenny Pickett, but still, you know, you're what I mean? that desperate. If you're that uh, desperate. So. All right. Well, so over to you with your quarterback. Okay, this guy has been starts in a week actually already. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing him back. Um, just because I like his wide receivers. His wide receivers coming back from an injury. They are coming off the bye week, and they are going against the number one offense in the league, and that's the Lions. Yep. So my start, my QB is the opposite team, obviously, and it's going to be uh, Baker Mayfield with the Buccaneers. The, Buccaneers. Buccaneers. the only reason why I have Baker Mayfield right now as my start of the week going into week six is because Mike Evans is going to suit up and return going into week six. Uh-huh. And Mike Evans is an elite wide receiver. And we didn't know how the relationship between Mike Evans and Baker Mayfield was going to be going into the season because we were like, Baker Mayfield sucks. But <laughs> this season, bro, he's been decent enough to For give. Fantasy, he's been pretty good he's been decent enough to give his wide receivers good fantasy points yep. and i know they're going against the number one offense in the league right now meaning the lions they just destroyed um last week going into week five they just destroyed was it the saints that they beat no it wasn't it the saints was it because they scored so many points last week it was just crazy uh Oh, it was the Panthers, but they they scored so many points against the Panthers, but they're going against the Buccaneers. Um, they're, like I said, going back to Baker Midfield, though. I don't even have my notes on me, bro. It's on the floor. <laughs> this is how uh, out of whack way has been now since. Yeah, I, I since I took two weeks off, but yeah. So Baker Mayfield is only rostered twenty seven percent at the moment. Like I said, Mike Evans is going to return. He had three touchdowns against the Saints before the bye week. 
Um, obviously, they're both great offenses on both sides. They both have great wide receivers on the Lions, on the Buccaneers. I think it's going to be a shootout. The Lions are ranked number 12th right now in defense. Um, but Baker Mayfield, like I said, he knows how to find his open men's of Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, enough to give you a streaming option of like 16 to 17, 17 points maybe in PPR. For some reason, my spotty senses are tingling, and I feel like he might get one rushing touchdown. Ooh. Just because they might do that, the the unstoppable Jalen Hurts rush, yeah, you know what I mean? Brotherly Just shove. The QB sneak, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, so I have a feeling he might do that, but um, Baker Mayfield is my start of the week uh, going into week six. You could probably pick him up. Yeah, like I said, he's only he's only rostered 27%, so, and, and most leagues. And nice, nice. Uh, do we want to do snake or? You can go back and forth. Back and forth? All right. So running back. Uh, we talked about him in the news, and I'm going to rip the band-aid off right now. I'm going with uh, Keontae Ingram oh, okay. of the Arizona Cardinals. He's going up against the Rams. And now, well, yeah, I know you said that the Rams are probably going to be up. But listen, they're probably going to use him like James Conner. Here's <laughs> the ball at the goal line. Please help us win. <laughs> and that's all you need, right? Maybe a touchdown, some yards, and maybe a few catches. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or you get nothing, and you know the backup just takes over. That's how it is, though. When you when you try to go for a quarter, uh, quarterback, a running back, where the main one's out, you know. What yeah, I mean? the backup. It's, it's tough to say. They haven't really said how they're going to use them. Yeah, either of them. Uh, the offense is just—it's hard to get together. I feel it like. is, uh, and currently too, they still don't know what to do about Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah, they came out and openly said that. When is he, when is he supposedly supposed to return? Week eight, something like that. But right now, he's still not even on the depth chart. He used to be, but he's not. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't think he's going to play this season at this rate. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. And then I think we're not going to see Kyler in Arizona after that, if I, he doesn't play. I don't mind. I, Raiders, hey. <laughs> I don't mind having Kyler Murray as Raiders. Uh, bring him over to Chicago. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, you can have Kyler Murray. We'll take Justin Fields. No, 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 no. I'll take Justin Fields right now. Right we, now. We had a chance to get Justin Fields to that draft. Yeah. Well, you know, you didn't. Yeah. Then we got Jimmy G, the uh, porn star Jimmy over there. That's right. The most handsome quarterback in the league. I know. Um, so, like, side note. Uh, so, my family is Raider fans, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have my cousins and my sisters. Oh, my sisters watch football. Uh, but they don't really, like, keep up with it. They know the Raiders. So, like, they, they sit with us and watch the game when we watch the game. Yeah. Jimmy G popped up. They're like, oh, who is that? Oh, my. I'm like, that's our quarterback. They're like, oh, I'm going to start watching football more now. <laughs> he's on our team? I'm like, yeah, he's on the Raiders. <gasps> oh. And I'm I just like, like the, oh, the Raider okay. hat on. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, all right. Here we go. Well, it's kind of like uh, when Jimmy G first started getting recognized when he was on the Patriots because, you know, he used to be the backup for Brady. Yeah. Um, I'll always remember the clip of him talking to the reporter for, like, the first time in his career. And, like, the reporter is just like, <laughs> it's like some chick and she's just like in awe in awe just like his jawline <laughs> like <laughs> don't get me wrong he's a good looking guy no he is no he, he is he definitely is um <laughs> i just think it's funny is all uh so yeah i'm going with Keontae ingram you can probably pick him up because everybody probably wasted their fab budget or their waiver priority on his backup technically you could probably back up to the backup yeah technically the starter of the backup yeah whatever and again, this might not even happen, and maybe he is the backup. Yeah. Who knows? I would say just keep tabs on that uh, going into the game. He'll probably come out and say who is the starter, I would think. I would hope. Going into the Cardinals, probably not. They play on Sunday, so it's at least not like on a Thursday night. Yeah. And at least it's not, you Monday. know, a London game. Yeah, true that. Where everybody sleeps. and then it's, <laughs> Oh, it's halftime. I've actually – I think there was like, what, three London games last year? Yeah, too. I actually got up in the morning to watch both of them. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh, the Toy Story one this year. That was iconic. Yeah. So I missed I missed that one. So yeah. I won't. And I I was on my trip last uh, this last weekend, so I missed the other one. So. Mm -hmm. But they got a lot more this year. It seems like. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going with Keontae Ingram. If you want to take a gamble, you could. Uh, Honestly, I would say the floor could be around seven to eight points, but the ceiling could be anything. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, honestly, same thing with his backup, like we were talking about earlier. So, uh, who do you got for running back? Uh, so, my running back going into week six, start of the week, um, 
It's actually going to be Todd Jerry Spears with the Tennessee Titans, the backup to Derrick Henry, the king himself. Yeah, he's been making a little bit of waves a here. A little bit of waves. He actually outsnapped Derrick Henry in the first three weeks of the season. He actually had his first rushing touchdown last week against the Colts, which brought him up to a total of 16.90 points in PPR. Hmm. This week and week six are going against the Baltimore Ravens, and the Baltimore Ravens right now are ranked number... 21st in in uh defense. Nice. Um so like I, I like I understand this. Derrick Henry is still there. He's not injured. He's not like questionable. So Tajay Spears is not gonna be an RB one for the Titans going into week six, but he has that PPR format where you can stream him in your flex option or even your RB two if he needs someone that bad. He's ranked number thirty of the year right now, which is kind of crazy for a backup running back. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason why I say he's PPR formatted because the last three games he had five targets, four targets, another four targets, in week two three targets. Week one, four targets. This guy's getting at least at least five targets per game. That's solid. And that's solid in PPR. And last week, he finally got his one touchdown. Mm-hmm. So he could get that again this coming week against the Baltimore Ravens. But again, like I said, Derrick Henry, it's still there. he's still there. He's not going anywhere. He's still the number one elite RB1 going into the season or going into this game. But I'm just mostly focused on the receptions and full PPR. Like I said, the running back landscape this week Especially for starts of the week, it's yeah. it's difficult. It was very difficult to find somebody that was like not fully low rostered and not high rostered. Like I said, because the whole the whole RB landscape is is small. So like everybody has every, like the whole team basically. You have the backup of the backup to the backup. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it, that's how it is this year. Um, but going going back to Taji Spears, he is a rookie. He's only twenty two years old, and like I said. He has a total of, like, seven carries. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, obviously Derrick Henry's getting most of the snap percentages. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but he's still out there, and he's he's racking up points in PPR, and that's all I care about right now, especially if you need a streamer, you know? Mm-hmm. If, if, you lost, if you lost HN, you know what I mean? Yep. So, Tajay Spears going into week six is my start of the week at running back position. Nice. So, anyways... Uh, wide receiver, we actually talked about him last episode. I'm going with Josh Downs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I like it. Um, just because, he, yes, he got almost 16 points last week. Six targets, six catches. Another excellent game against Baltimore in week three. And the targets are definitely there for Josh Downs, especially when Anthony Richardson was in. Yeah. He loved Josh Downs. I hate to say it. I think he might have loved Josh Downs a bit more than Michael Pittman. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Don't tell him I said that. Okay, I won't say anything, I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they are playing against Jacksonville, and Jacksonville's defense, I hate to say it, is very interesting. Uh, sometimes they show up, and they're like Super Bowl caliber defense, and sometimes they just don't. don't. show up at all. Because they beat the Bengals. Yeah. And a lot of people, or they, and then again, you know, they absolutely whooped the Falcons Yeah. on Toy Story. Um, but I feel like it's hard to gauge uh, the Jaguars. Yeah. I mean, if you're going off a of past game alone, they did play, uh, bless you, Thank they you. did play week one, the Colts and the Jags, and Josh Downs had seven targets. And then I guess if you want to be super simple, you can just say, oh, well, Josh Downs then should have seven targets again. Yeah. Well, they're in Jacksonville this time, so you got home field for Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, it's just tough. Josh Downs, as we said last episode, was going to be a huge waiver pickup. And actually, surprisingly, he wasn't. He's only rostered 40% yeah. after waivers. And I guess it kind of makes sense because everyone's a little shaky about Gardner Minshew. Uh, like it has been for however long since he's been in the league. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately. I remember when he was with the Jaguars. Oh, man. He remember. Uh, Minshew mania. Yeah. Oh man. I remember that. That was that was amazing. Uh, but anyway, Josh Downs goes up against Jacksonville this week. I think he could maybe get ten points. He's projected to get you nine and a half. I think he could get you at least ten. Like I said, the targets are definitely there. Yeah. He's not really a big yardage player, except for this past week where he got almost a hundred yards. Uh, but like I said, he the targets are there, and maybe he'll get you a touchdown. Maybe. Maybe. 
Uh, or Gardner Minshew just relies on Michael Pittman. And sorry, Josh Downs owners. Say, hey, 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 relax, sorry. bro. Relax. Sorry, sorry, Wea. I'm Downs. Making me feel down over here. Sorry. Oh, good. Stay down. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's my wide receiver. Okay, so is it? I'm guessing it's my turn. Yes. So going into week six, um, my wide receiver start of the week is going to be Tyler Board with the Cincinnati Bengals. This guy's only rostered sixty percent. I feel like he should be rostered higher. Like he should be like between the eighty range of percentage rostered. But he's everyone thinks about Jamar Chase. Exactly, and I totally understand that. But if you're playing in full PPR, look, T. Higgins is out. He's yeah. been out. This is his last game that he's going to be out before they hit the bye week in week seven. So T. Higgins won't play in week six. He will come back week eight. So that means that Tyler Boyd is going to get a bigger role going into week six. Because not only that, we all know the Bengals offense, meaning Joe Burrow himself, started off slow. It was horrible. Like people were questioning yeah, his fantasy value. Like, oh no, we don't need Burrow. Yeah, we don't need Burrow. But the last two games, he finally woke up. He gave Jamar Chase... Good and monster games. So he's back, and they're going against the, the Seattle Seahawks. And the Seattle Seahawks, they are a really good defense. They're ranked number fifth in the league right now in defense. That is really tough. But look, it's the Bengals. The Bengals has had the number one offense for a while. They just haven't shown it yet. And Tyler Board has been averaging seven targets per game. And that was actually with T. Higgins out and, and uh, Joe Burrow having a bad game. And he was still averaging seven targets per game. And the, and he's going to average seven targets again going into this game. But I feel like he can get more because, I, again, this is the last time T. Higgins can be out. So he's he's up as wide receiver two. And Joe Burrow is finally back the last two weeks. So maybe he can have a really good game against the Seattle Seahawks. Because, I mean, I love Geno Smith and all. But, like, I feel like Joe Burrow is going to outperform Geno Smith this, yeah. coming, this coming week. Um. The Seahawks' offense has been struggling, unless you've had, obviously, Kenneth yeah. Walker or DK Metcalf. Uh, Tyler Lockett's been struggling this year. Uh, Jackson Smith, I think, has been doing okay. I think you could drop him. Hmm? I think you could drop Jackson Smith, not going to lie. Oh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, going in, but going back to Tyler Boyd, like, he's been averaging seven targets last week. At the Seven week prior to that, week three, eight, week mm-hmm. two, eight. And then, like, week one when it was really bad three you know like i said joe burrow started off really really slow now he's back and i feel like hardboard even has a chance to get a touchdown this coming week mm. so that's gonna one up him and this is probably the only chance you can get him as a streaming option if you can you can probably get him because like he's only out there 60 percent of the leagues so like after this week it's probably the highest thing he can get before t higgins returns yeah. before t. Higgins the bye week comes back and gets eight targets and doesn't catch all of them yeah, unless he comes back in week seven or week eight. But, yeah, this is the last time before the bye week that you can start Tyler Board in your lineup and feel fine about it. I feel like if I had Tyler Board, I'll put him in there, and I don't even have to worry about it like I would with, like, Joshua Downs. You know what I mean? Um, no, no offense, but I'm worried about him personally, you yeah. know? I mean, you got him, Boya. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Tyler Board is my start of the week going into week six. Again, he's only rostered 60%, which is kind of mind-blowing to me. I feel like he should be rostered more. But if he is out there and you need a streaming option, Tyler Board is your guy to go going against the Seattle Seahawks. I know it's a tough defense, but Joe Burrow is back. And this guy, <laughs> we've seen him do been an elite quarterback before. So Yep, that's true. Uh, so speaking of being back... A tight end start of the week. Oh, okay. Uh, he's got a long history on the show. like Logan Thomas. Yeah. I knew it. Yep. Logan Thomas, baby. He dropped 20 points against Chicago last week. Uh, now, listen, I'm not saying he's going to drop 20 again. He could. He could. He plays Atlanta. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? The defense uh, isn't really there. Yeah. It doesn't really exist at all. Uh, but Logan Thomas rostered. Just below 50% at 49%. 49. Uh, started just under 30%. He should be rostered. This is another guy that should be rostered higher than 49%. Yeah. I hate to say it, Logan Thomas is making waves. Yeah. Uh, so, honestly, too, you could probably start him this week and next week. He plays Atlanta, and then he plays the Giants. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that either. I actually tried to get him, but he was already picked up. So Yeah, our league members are smart this year. Because they listen to our podcast, yeah. that's why. <laughs> So we're going to be putting all our starts of the week now behind a paywall. <laughs> They're going to have to pay us money, just them, not you guys. 
Just them. So to listen to the episode. <laughs> you imagine. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, but anyway, I'm going with Logan Thomas. Like I said, plays against Atlanta. And I know what you're saying, but Jagger, you had Desmond Ritter as the quarterback. It's kind of, you know, hard to root for both teams. Yes, it is. But I think Logan Thomas, I hate to say it, he has the ceiling to outperform Ritter. Yeah. The floor, however, is, I feel like, 10 points for Logan Thomas. Which is not bad for a tight end. And honestly, the floor for Ritter is probably 10 points. Because <laughs> Ritter has had some truly bad games Yeah, this year. Uh, but again, I'm going with Logan Thomas. He might be available in your league if your league members aren't like ours. So, who knows? I would honestly fire him up this week and next week. Yeah, I would too. If you need a streaming option, like like you said, if you lost Anthony Richardson. Yep. Or he just has no quarterback out there that you can take. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's my tight end. Well, let's hear from the tight end master. Well, yeah, isn't that kind of crazy? Like, uh, like the last couple – like last week with Cole Command was amazing. Um, so, this one I don't feel as confident. As I did with the. Is this like a Luke Musgrave start? Is this how you feel? Kind of. Kind of. This guy, I'm actually a really big fan of him. Um, But the only reason why I'm doing it is because uh, it's a streaming option, obviously. Yeah. So um, I'm going back. We talked about this team earlier, but I'm going back with the Cardinals here. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm going with Zach Ertz, Mr. 32 year old tight end over there. He's not look like Zach Ertz from last year. I'll say that. Definitely not. One of the major factors is because he doesn't have Kyler Murray. He performed really well when Kyler Murray is at true. QB. But he's still performing pretty decent. I mean, he's ranked number 15 at tight end of the year at the moment. This guy's only rostered 55%. They're he's going against... more than Logan Thomas. That's crazy. Yeah, right? He They're going against the Los Angeles Rams. We talked about the defense earlier, but like when it comes to tight ends, I've talked about this before. This guy, I mostly focus... I, like Between the tight ends, as I say, I mostly, I'm mostly focused on touchdowns or just the receptions. This guy has both. Okay. Last week, we're going to put that in the scrap because they went against the Bengals. Obviously, a really tough team who finally showed up with Jamar Chase, right? Yeah. Because he only got four targets last week, but he was able to save it by getting a touchdown that week. But the weeks prior to that, 10 targets, 8 targets, another 10 target. Mm-hmm. He's getting his targets, and you have a chance of getting a touchdown. Again, they're going against the Los Angeles Rams, who are ranked number 21 in defense right now. Um, it's a it's a divisional game. We talked about Josh Dobbs, Josh Dobbs as his QB. Um, yeah, he's a little. Hmm. He has good games. He doesn't have good games. But yeah. I have a feeling he's gonna have a bounce back game against the Rams going into Week Six because he ha- he didn't have a really good game against the Bengals. The worst, they were still able to hold on though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a feeling Zach Ertz is gonna get a touchdown and still get his ten receptions. That's like 18 points, you know? I know that's like too much to say for me, (laughs) but I just, like, I'm not as confident as I was starting, like, Sam Laporta's Hunter Henry and uh, Cole Komet. But Zach Ertz, man, I'm going with, you know, sometimes if you're young and you don't know what to do, who do you go for advice? Go to the older people. You go to the older, elder people. That's Zach Ertz. He is an elder tight end. Used to be with the Eagles, now with the Cardinals. 32 years old, still averaging about, um, how many points? 11, 11, 9, 9 points, you know, per game in PPR. I have a feeling he's a great streaming option going into next week. I know that the tight end landscape is actually kind of bigger this year. There's a lot of good tight ends out there to choose. It's just uh, the points ain't quite there. The points, (laughs) yeah. Uh, When they're all being beat by a kicker. Yeah, so, like, Zach Ertz is my tight end side of week going to week six. Um, again, he's on the Cardinals going against the uh, the Rams, and he's still out there. I mean, he's rostered more than uh, – what's his face? Logan Thomas. Yeah, he's rostered more than Logan Thomas. Remember, short-term memory loss. <laughs> um, so I could, he's definitely out there, and I, I definitely would feel really confident starting him going into week six. Nice. Yeah. Do you have a flex this week or no? I do not. Do you? I don't. Because it was very difficult. It was kind of hard for me to get another player to be like, oh, I don't, I don't know about this one or this, this one. one. Just like, oh, I finally got one. Yeah, for each pretty one. much. Oh, finally. Two hours. I, I made finally... it. I made it. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, hopefully the rest of the season ain't this hard. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be a long season. Uh, so, anyway, that starts of the week. Uh, we can briefly go over Thursday night's game, as we said we would. Yeah. So, uh, you got Denver going against the Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday night primetime, baby. Let's go. Russell Wilson in primetime. Before we get really into it, uh-huh. I don't know if you saw it. This this news came out. This guy bet on the Denver game, right? He bet for the Chiefs to win. He put like 1500 bucks on the game for the Chiefs to win. Uh, it's like a minus 800 spread for it. So, he gets in return... Like eight hundred dollars. Really? He doesn't even get what he put in back. <laughs> and it's just like, is this smart? I mean, like you win, but it's like you're still losing <laughs> your, money. your money. Yeah. Like I get what you're doing, but it doesn't work like that. Maybe you should try to bet like on something different in the game. Yeah. You know? like, like you can still bet. Like just make a parlay. You can still bet. That, yeah. You know the Chiefs will win, but just put some Russell Wilson to get benched at halftime. I don't know, like something. Yeah. That'd be a crazy bet. That would be a crazy bet, but there are crazy bets like that out there. there. That's true. Or you could be like the guy who bet two dollars on David Montgomery to score three rushing touchdowns, and then he cashed out before it hit. And what David Montgomery do? He scored three rushing touchdowns. <laughs> That's crazy. You just never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, that's why it's called gambling. <laughs> Make sure you do it responsibly, everybody. Just saying that. So, anyway, let's go back to Thursday night game. Like we said, you got the Chiefs and the Broncos. As I said earlier in the uh, episode, the Chiefs have beaten the Broncos in the last 15 games, I believe. It's a division game. So, they're gonna, this is the first time they're going to play each other this season. They're going to play a second time later on this season. Um, but I know this is a stupid question to ask, but who do you got on Thursday night? Okay, well, the real question is why. All right, every, everybody get in. Is Taylor Swift going to be at the game? Because then I got the Chiefs. I think so. Then I got the Chiefs. And then it's going to be the Chiefs, yeah. Is she not going to be at the game? I still got the Chiefs. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, so I got the Chiefs also, but going What? Sorry. No, you're good. Um, let's not forget everyone had the Chiefs when they played Detroit. Yeah, but that's Detroit. Detroit's totally different to Denver because... But they're an underdog. I'm not saying bet on Bron- on Denver. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, I could definitely see Denver's still kind of holding out a little bit. Like, I feel like they're going to have a chance to catch up, and then they're just going to lose it and then have a blow-up game. Yeah. Um, kind of like what happened with the Cardinals and Bengals. They had a chance to go up a little bit more. So what we need is big nuts Lutz yeah. to just kick a bunch of field goals. So, so you so going into the game, obviously Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you're automatically starting. Russell Wilson, you can also start. Uh, Javante Williams coming off an injury. He start. was that full participant in practice. Looks like he's treading to playing Thursday night. Uh, I, I think it's a full start for Javante Williams. The thing is, when it goes, you go to the running back side of Kansas City. I don't know, even if I have Pacheco, if I'd want to start Pacheco. I would, because uh, Pacheco's actually been doing really well this week, uh, this season, because he's been consistent. Uh, because right now on the season, Pacheco is ranked number 13 RB of the season. Not bad. Averaging 13 points, 24 points, 15 points each week. Mm-hmm. And he's going against the Denver Broncos. And the Denver Broncos, man, just suck. I hate to say yeah. it. They really do. So Isaiah Pacheco is no question an ongoing in your starting lineup. What about the receivers, though? We go to the receivers. Denver See, is a bit easier to say who you're starting. Um, out of, City, on the other hand, is. Yeah, out of all of the wide receivers in Denver, the only one I feel comfortable starting is Jerry Judy. Yep. In PPR format. Yeah. Not standard. Not standard. Um, I wouldn't even start Sutton because Sutton is only touchdown dependable, but I would start him if you really need a start. Yeah, I would. I don't mind it if you throw him in your lineup, but I'd rather go with like a Josh Downs with a higher ceiling than Sutton. Uh, I'd rather go with like uh, what's another? What's another? Like Tyler Boyd, like we said earlier. I'd even go with what was your wide receiver start of the week? Josh Downs. Josh Downs. Yeah. See, so there's. I feel like you can go a little bit. Shift a different way towards away from Sutton. Or you can go out and pick up K.J. Osborne. You can do that, too, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Jerry Judy is probably the only one I would really bring up of feeling comfortable starting in this game on Thursday night. Now, moving on to the other side. You got Ray Rice. Ray Rice, Kadarius Tony, and Sky Moore. 
Um, MVS. Yeah, MVS. Yeah, MVS over there. The only one, if you need to start a wide receiver, Rice is your best option. The only reason why I say Rice is because actually Travis Kelsey was injured last week. He's still kind of coming off the injury. He came back the X-ray off the X-ray table and scored a touchdown though. Yep. But they were still limiting. I heard he was kind of sore afterwards. He's still expected to play though. He is still very expected to play, and he's still the top wide receiver, Patrick Mahomes. Plus Taylor Swift is probably going to be there, so he's going to score like a thirty-point game. Yeah, he's going to get like forty. Yeah, uh, but Ray, uh, Ray Rashid, what's his name? Ray Rice. Rasheed Rice. Oh, my bad. Um, I don't mind starting him, actually, against the Denver Broncos. Again, if you have to. I don't feel comfortable. I'd rather start Jerry Judy as the only wide receiver out of that game. Yeah, I would think, hopefully, you would have a better option than Rasheed Rice. You could, but, like, Rasheed Rice, I, uh, he has potential to be the uh, the wide receiver one or is going to be the wide receiver one. Um, Honestly, if you could grab grab Rasheed Rice, I would grab him and just stash him for a little bit to see how he goes. I would say you would only probably start him if you are one of those Justin Jefferson owners. Yeah, you don't and, have anybody else to start. And you lost your waivers. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't have a problem starting Rasheed Rice, but that's if you have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's only rostered 53% right now, so... Um, again, he might actually kind of have an upside going into this game due to Travis Kelsey's little injury, but I wouldn't count on it. Um, but obviously, you just got to mention that. I mean, we're, we're a podcast, man. You got to mention right, everything. Right. Going into tight end. Kelsey, we don't need to talk about that guy. You don't need Ooh. to talk about Kelsey. You don't need to talk about the other tight end, too. Nobody knows his name. <laughs> he's project. I'm, I'm sorry, but he's projected to get you two points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's coming off of a game, Adam Troutman, and he scored actually 12 points yeah. against the Jets of all teams. And the defense side, I wouldn't start the Broncos, of course, but if you have the Chiefs, I actually would not mind at all starting the Chiefs yeah. against the Broncos' defense. Uh, the Broncos are actually projected to get uh, under one point yeah. on defense. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, point thirty-three. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, the 1-4 Broncos again going against the 4-1 Chiefs. I see the Chiefs definitely yeah, taking Chiefs that one. Off. So, um. Travis Kelsey's going to dedicate this game to Taylor Swift. Watch. I, I would, too. I would, too. <laughs> um, going back to the RB, so real quick, just on Denver's side. I know we talked about um, Samadri P. P. Ryan and McLovin. Uh, I'm just going to call him McLovin. All right. Uh, McLovin. But I think Javante being back, it's going to be full ride on Javante. The only wide, the only running back I would have stash on the on the Denver Broncos is McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have Perim, uh, McLaughlin, uh, just in case because Javante Williams has an, a history of going down to injury. Yeah. So if he goes down again, Mc, McLaughlin is is the guy to go. I wouldn't count on Samaje Perine, but I mean, going he in, stepped up. Yeah, he did step up, but going into this week specifically Thursday night game. Yeah, Javante Williams is the only running back you want to look at. For sure. Um, I think that about sums it up, actually. Yeah, so. And that, I think that's it. Like I said. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. I was trying to think of something else. I couldn't think of anything else. I mean, we did talk a lot last yesterday. Yeah, so, so it's kind of hard so. to talk about other stuff. When we already talked about it last yesterday. We already yesterday. talked about everything, all the um, news, all that. So. So stay tuned, I guess, for next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we will be back on our regular schedule, um, unless something pops up, obviously. But yeah, we're back to it next week, starting uh, going into week seven. Nice, nice, nice. So uh, I guess you want to just like send us off here. I mean, I so. so we, I so our listeners don't just hear quiet again. <laughs> just uh. Um. Yeah. Wow. So. Is my volume turned up on the radio? Can I hear <laughs> these guys? Is it turned up in my AirPods? Let me see. Uh huh. Um. So anyway, so thank you all for tuning into the FS Podcast. If you guys want to keep up with me and Jagger in the podcast in general, go ahead and follow our social media account. Our Instagram and X account, formerly known as Twitter account, is going to be at the real FSP. Again, it's going to be at the real FSP. If you guys got any questions for us, go ahead and tweet us, DM us on those platforms. If you guys also want to email us, our email is in the description of the podcast, just like everything else is. Also, follow our YouTube channel. Subscribe to it on YouTube. <laughs> I said it twice in a row. It's going to be the Fancy Sports Podcast or FS Podcast, so go ahead and subscribe to that. Also, no matter what kind of platform you're listening to this podcast on, there's always that plus or that follow button. So go ahead and click on that so you guys can get notifications when we upload our next episode. 
And if you guys are listening on Spotify, what you can do is go ahead and rate the show. And if you are only listening on Apple Podcasts, what you can also do is write a review for the show. So go ahead and do that so we can be better for you guys in the next episode. And aren't you proud of me, Jagger? I got the groove back. I got the outro I mean, back. We, we just recorded yesterday. I know, so, but like I mean, yesterday was rough, bro. I I was stuttering. I was just, uh, 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 and then you're just all so if you. I had to like restart myself, you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm back to it. Let's go. I'm on a winning streak. Heads up, Uncle Fox. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm gonna break your four week winning streak. I'm, I'm gonna clip, clip it. Yeah, clip it right now. I'm breaking <laughs> it. And if I break that record, if I break that streak, I'm putting all the league in notice. How does a guy from 0 and three go to two and three, and you handed? Every single one at first L that were the top three teams in the league, and you're going to come and lose to a 2-3 team who was 0-3 in the beginning? Bro, I'm just saying, if I win that, I'm putting the whole league on notice. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, Way isn't just all talk. He's actually really good. You see, Way, there's one issue. No one in the league is going to say that even if you win. Yeah, because you know they, the guys we're playing with, they're not going to say that. Yeah, I know because the truth hurts, <laughs> and it hurts. They're not going to be like, "Wait, well, yeah, oh my gosh, we were all wrong, and you were right." No because, one's like that. I said, the truth hurts. They're gonna, they're gonna well, hurt so much. They're not gonna to say admit. anything. Uh, but yeah, I'm just saying, man. All, to all my haters out there, I'm coming for you. Well, I just want to state too, we do have a poll actually up in our league. Uh, for the league members to vote on who would actually win this week, Wea or Uncle Fox. And uh, it seems like the league resoundingly <laughs> did not go with Wea. Wea, I think you only got one vote, and that was yourself. Bro, how am I the villain? I don't understand it. Like It's all the talk. How is everyone mean? after me? Because like, you're the commissioner? I'm just so good. You know, I never realized it. it. Yeah, I am the commissioner. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> But I'm just saying, man, I proved all my haters wrong last week. I'm going to do it again. I'm on a streak. So, anyways, number well, one spot. On streak, I'm actually just going to struggle to win. <laughs> yeah. Number one spot, man, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I'm going to be there soon. Don't worry about it. Even if, it's just for, if, even if it's just for one week, I don't mind. Everybody else has done it, Wes, so you might as well join in. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So. so, anyway, so thank you all for tuning in to the FS Podcast. Uh, good luck going into week six. Again, start making those trades and moves if you are a losing record at the moment because it's that time of year where you have to make those moves to make it into the playoffs. So, again, good luck going into week six, and we will see you guys next week.